0: Did you know that 9-11 was an inside job and that Osama had nothing to do with it? That the Twin Towers were blown apart by a sophisticated arrangement of mini or micro nukes? That Building 7 collapsed seven hours later because of explosives planted in the building? That Barry Jennings was there and heard them go off and felt himself stepping over dead people? The U.S. Geological Survey conducted studies of dust gathered from 35 locations in lower Manhattan. And found elements that would not have been there had this not been a nuclear event. Ironically, that means the government's own evidence contradicts the government's official position. 9/11 was brought to us compliments of the CIA, the neocons in the Department of Defense, and the Mossad. Don't let yourself be played. America nuked on 9/11.
1: If you're interested in America nuked on 9-11, contact me personally. My name is Gary King at Patriot Radio Books. Books PatriotRadioBooks.com
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the last president of the United States of America. The very word
3: secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically... ...opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment...
1: ...of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. For we are opposed around the world by
3: a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy.
1: Battle of New Orleans Radio... With your hosts, Nathan Lawrence, Caleb Hitt,
4: and Goyam on 990 WGSO. In 1814,
5: we took a little trip. A little Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Battle of New Orleans Radio, right here on 990 AM, WGSO, in the heart of the Crescent City, home of the First Amendment. I'm Nathan Lawrence, along with my great co-host, Goyam. How you doing, Goyam?
6: Pretty good, pretty good.
5: And we also had Mr. Warburg in studio again. Warburg uh, to, showed up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, how you doing? Welcome, man. I Appreciate you. You coming, hanging out again? Two okay. weeks in a row. No problem. Bro. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. we uh, it's been a wild, wild week since last uh, last week. Goy and we had, you know, that scare from, you know, the man, uh, the mayor Landro administration. You know that they were going to attempt to take down these, you know, four, you know, a couple of monuments in the middle of the night. One of them in the morning, and one of them at one a.m. Um, big yellow construction was going to, you know, handle this job.
6: And since then, not to interject there too much, but the Facebook live thing, you know, we see a guy, uh, kill someone on Facebook live. And last week after the show, myself, Phil, the Patriot, Nathan Warburg, we all go out there to the Liberty Monument and try to go Facebook live and we can't get on there. Nathan tried to do a Syria uh, expose. He couldn't get on there either. So they're, they're basically uh, red flagging him, but you're telling me Zuckerberg's going to let uh, somebody kill somebody in cold blood on Facebook Live? I mean, there's like what about a two minute delay before you can upload it? It's going through a screening process. Yeah, and I, and I have a hard time to believe that
5: that's a hundred percent. It's got there. There has to be. I mean, it's. It, I don't know. I, I bet
6: it smells of a false flag. I know. Yeah, everybody absolutely. listening thinks make. You know, we're throwing that out there that everything's a false flag, but. We bring that up because after the show last week, we went out there to see if there was any activity going on. Sounded like the cat got out of the bag. Word got out. Uh, The plan was foiled for now, at least. And, uh, you know, we still have to stay uh, resilient with this situation. Landrew has a lot of pressure on him. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Nungesser is pushing these three bills through Louisiana legislation, trying to protect these historical monuments as a historical artifacts and if he gets this through you know this is really gonna uh upend Landry's uh united nations plan this uh, yeah. erase the hate united nations plan
5: I, i'm glad you bring this all up because this is all just everything's connected you know it's all connected to one giant conspiracy and it's this all the same conspiracy and, and i say that because you bring up this united nations plan well this is all connected with the monuments and we see you know, these people like uh, Walter Isaacson, uh, head of the Aspen Institute, um, you know, he, him and David Brock, they were pushing to have these monuments removed before Dylan Roof. Yeah, before Dylan Roof. And now you see him, uh, Mr. Isaacson, you know, look, CFR, trilateralist, uh, you know, th- th- this isn't just some low level people i mean this high is high level leprechauns we're talking about here yeah pretty pretty high Jeff level
6: adelson you know another leprechaun writing in this a paper promoting it and what's funny is they're saying the the they don't name the names uh big yellow construction which we do name and we do give the number out uh you know they had nopd 24 7 at their facility all this past week because they received threats for being involved in this process but you know adelson big time leprechaun over there at the uh, newspaper it wasn't naming names he's just saying that uh david duke threatened them uh, a lot of these uh white supremacists threatened these uh construction companies people are pissed off you know people are pissed off they don't want to you know what well, we had the last year they uh, burned the con- uh contractors of lamborghini people are pissed off they want to keep these monuments and, and they're 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 putting their mouth money where their mouth is the proofs in the pudding the city wants these monuments to stay and Landry was overriding all that
5: yeah no, no doubt and you know the listeners go and will say well what does the monuments what does the monuments have to do with with the U- UN and how is Walter Isaacson tied in because look the UN we're all under this giant agenda 2030 they 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 change it from agenda and then they they change it to whatever insert whatever local municipality in our situation is new orleans so the new orleans 2030 we're all under this global plan, these treaties that we've been signed under. And they take, you know, they have control of our resources, land
6: use, solar powered garbage disposal. I mean, everything. Trash cans, yeah. it,
5: it's all tied into this United Nations Sustainable Development Plan. And so is removing the monuments, because under this, they deem what's. You know what's proper and what's not proper.
6: I think what's ideal for them is they're going to have their sectionators and then they're going to have their hipsters and they're going to have them boxed on top of each other, living on top of each other like apartment complexes. Everyone else who's upset about the monuments, a lot of them live in Jefferson Parish, truth be told. All equal. Yeah, and and a lot of people pissed off about the monuments living in Jefferson, St. Tammany. They're former New Orleanians. They care about the city, but truth be told, they've been pushed out. But look at what happened in Detroit. Look what happened to uh, St. Louis. And it's happening in New Orleans, well, well, too.
5: Well, Goyam, in Detroit, I, I mean, I used to follow Detroit real, real estate all the time because I was just – it it. was I was curious, you know, and all the time for years. I mean, I would check every week, and I noticed in the last year it went from 4,500, almost 5,000 properties listed on Realtor, down to about 1,400. And that's not very many properties for sale in a city the size of Detroit. So you already see now. So what if the property is less, then it's going to shoot up. Now, granted, there's still plenty of cheap properties available in Detroit, but the property has, has shot yeah. way up.
6: Yeah, the globalists clear these cities out. They grab up all the land, then they resell it to you for five times the price. Right. I mean, think about it. He- I, I see these people on Facebook, and the first thing I think about is they're like, I can't believe they're letting this crime get so out of control. No, they're letting it get out of control on purpose to drive people out, to let these uh, homes become so vacant and empty that they can buy it up in 10 years from now, 15, 20 years, they're going to pull a Detroit. They're going to flip all these houses. They're going to flip the whole city. Not no, flipping the houses. They're flipping cities.
5: It Well, it's not even. That's a good point. But it's not even. It, it's happening now. Okay, prime example where the, the, the home my wife just bought, the... Um, there was two gentlemen, they were African-American, and, you know, they seen me get in my truck last night, and they they both said, oh, man, look. No, they, they said, look, oh, what do you know, another another white boy buying, you know, buying a house. And, you know, I didn't say that, but, but you know, that was the second encounter of that uh that happened that week, because I was over there before, and we are driving down the road, and they were like, get out of here. And look, I don't even care. It doesn't even matter. But what matters is, see, these cities are becoming, they're, they're gentrifying them. So a lot of the people that's been there generations, you know, they're getting pushed out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they're, they're these people from all, all over the Northeast... Yeah. You know they're relocating, mm-hmm. yep. so you know you know th- that's how they see it. You know, they, f- they feel like they're being pushed out. You know like they're like there's some Syrians who just had some bomb you know bombs dropped on it them. Seems
6: like we're all part of this relocation plan. <laughs> yeah, we're everybody you know, one way or another, whether it's locally or nationally or internationally. You
5: know. Yeah, we we have an, a great guest that's going to be coming up after the break. Going, his name is Mister John Anthony Shattering America's Trance dot com and. He is a agenda 21 sustainable development HUD um, expert on how, you know, we're being, you know, you're usurped on a local level by these international bodies. And, you know, pe- that th- this is the thing nobody talks about until they end the agenda 21, you know, until they stop this. I mean, it doesn't matter if we have Trump, Jesus Christ. N- none of that matters until uh, until they get us out of agenda 21 and, and in the Federal Reserve. Nothing
6: else matters. Oh, and by the way, we just checked in our mailbox. Uh, we got a donation from Richie, and we do appreciate that, Richie. So if you are listening, man, we do appreciate it. He gave us a donation, a financial donation to keep the show going. So we do appreciate that, Richie, man, all the years you've uh, followed us and supported us. Phil, the Patriot, thanks for coming out last week. Let,
5: let, let's, let's take this call well, real quick got a call. before the break. We got Adam and Pearl River. River. Welcome, Adam.
1: Hey, fellas. I just wanted to give you my take on the uh, monument situation. You mentioned uh, Mitch Landrew. You mentioned uh, the U.N. Mm -hmm. And I agree that they're behind this all the way. But do you think they care one iota about the issue behind the monuments or, uh, or what people think about the monuments? Not for a second. This is about the U.N. and Mitch Landrieu fooling black people, endearing them to themselves to keep them under their spell. That's all this is about. They have no interest in whether these monuments represent slavery, economics, or anything else. It's all about keeping their base and keeping blacks angry uh, and, and catering to their anger and ginning up their anger to to keep them under their control. That's what this is about. It's a psychological game and the, the left is good at it. The right is unfortunately not good at it. But they play this psychological game. They lure people. They know what... Long for, and this is the
6: game they play. Yeah, it's agreed, Adam. That right-left paradigm, you know, it's got us all kind of binded up in the right side. uh, Stereotypically, is too busy working or raising their kids in a out-of-pocket fashion to really have the time to protest or resist. And and that's one thing I'll say about the monuments. We we were uh, begging people to come out to help us clean up and do this and that, and help us protect the monuments and. Now we have a situation with the placard on the Liberty Monument where it's kind of fallen off. And myself, Nathan Warburg, we're going to go out there maybe fill the Patriot. We're going to fix that placard if we get the chance, even if they do try to take it down in the next week or two. But, Adam, you bring up a good point. Um, you know, it, 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 the resistance is limited. And we saw that when it came to cleaning the monuments. We had very few people come out. Richie came out, fill the Patriot, Brian, a few other people. Be So, yeah, we got uh, John Anthony coming up next. Big guest there if you want to call up 504-556-9696 we'll be right back Battle of New Orleans Radio.
7: profits will Ooh wee. Hey David that smelled good. What you eating on?
2: Man I'm eating on some shrimp I got from J&N Big Easy Seafood.
7: Man I have to get me some of
2: that. Yeah bro they specialize in the delivery. of catering, a 20 pounds or more, boiled or live, shrimp, crawfish, catfish, crabs, frog legs, and much more.
7: And how do I get in touch with j and N's Big Easy
2: Seafood? Just call them up. Call 985-640-8822. That's 985-640-8822. Whether you're in the real estate market
7: to buy, sell, lease, or looking for someone just to manage your properties, look no further than Paula Bourne with Plantation Properties. She has 34 years experience and is an expert of all of the latest programs available to homeowners. She has been my trusted realtor for years now. So please call Paula Bourne with Plantation Properties at 504-858-9293. That's 504-858-9293. Does your house have a clogged up toilet, faulty electrical wires, or AC or heater just isn't blowing properly? Well, call Herman with Superior AC Electrical and Plumbing at 985-781-0418. Also specializes in new construction and covers the whole New Orleans metro area. So please call our friend Herman with Superior AC Electrical and Plumbing at 985-781-0418. That's 985-781-0418. Ken Trahan with Ashton Ryan,
0: president of First NBC Bank. We are a name that all in Southeast Louisiana recognize and trust. That trust has been built over many years with solid, dependable service. We support worthy causes in our community and champion the cause of small businesses and their owners. First NBC Bank is on the North Shore, in Bayou Country, and now beyond Louisiana. We've expanded to the Florida Panhandle, serving customers in Florida as we've always done in Louisiana. Thanks, Ashton. Thank you, Ken. That's First NBC Bank with 39 locations
2: throughout Southeast Louisiana and Florida. Visit us online at First NBC Bank.com. As the corporate media dies, MetriNow.com and the TheDailyResistance.com continue to give you a decentralized and independent take on the latest current events as well as historical reference to help you wade through the propaganda of the prostitute media. Our mission is to inform the people of New Orleans about the issues of freedom, health, world events, and much more so that we as a community can thrive in the 21st century. Only with an informed public will we truly be free and independent So take a look at MetriNow.com or TheDailyResistance.com as your independent news source. Enjoy fresh fruit grown in your yard. JohnnyAppleseedTrees.com delivers and installs fruit trees and fruiting vines to your home or condo. Proudly serving Kenner, Metairie, and New Orleans. Apples, apricots, blackberries, citrus, figs, grapes, peaches, pears, persimmons, plums, and raspberries. All the trees and fruiting vines are grown right here in South Louisiana Check out the Fruit Tree Guide for more information and visit johnnyappleseedtrees.com today. It's a great time to plant johnnyappleseedtrees.com.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM, WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City, home of the First Amendment. Well, I'm really excited about this next guest because we're going to be covering, you know, an issue that I believe is probably... One or two, you know, most important in this issue basically, you know, is this United Nations Sustainable Development Plan, um, known as Agenda 2030, Agenda 21, uh, or Sustainable Development. And, you know, that is the basic framework for global government on a local level. So our next guest, Mr. John Anthony. Um, he is a nationally acclaimed speaker, researcher, and writer. He is one of the nation's leading experts on HUD and the federal impact on local rule and property rights. Mr. Anthony is the founder of Sustainable Freedom Lab and Property Value Defense, a network that informs public officials and attorneys on the effects of regulatory laws and community planning. Mr. John Anthony, how you doing? Welcome to the broadcast.
3: I'm doing good, Nathan. Thanks for
5: inviting me. No, absolutely. I really appreciate you coming on uh, because this is, uh, you know, a very, very, um, you know, important subject, and I don't think it gets enough attention. And, and people m- miss on this all the time. Uh, so, look, p- please, if you can, John, can you get into, you know, what this sustainable development is? You know, how we got here. You know, who are the quick players? And, and then, you know, just just talk to us. Uh, you know, about HUD and, and about everything that, that's going on now?
3: Sure, I'd be glad to. Well, first of all, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about HUD, and HUD has become the law enforcement agency that coerces local communities into regional sustainable development. So if you think HUD is about uh, low-income families, if you think it's about helping people out of poverty, uh, if you get to, about helping minority groups and eliminating discrimination, that's basically just the, the the catapult. From there, they go into all these other different areas, and that, that this is more a smokescreen. Now, regional sustainable development. I mean, if you, I, I heard you mention uh, Agenda 21 and 2030 of, in the introduction. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, absolutely. This this is Agenda 21. I'm assuming your audience knows what Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 is, and the, the concept of regional sustainable development actually came out of the United Nations back in 1987 in, in a book called Our Common Future. So this, when you hear your, your local planners, urban planners, your development uh, folks come in and start talking about regional sustainable development, understand that came from the United Nations. That was the origin of
5: that. A devout, a devout socialist it, wrote that book.
3: A dev, yes, yes. A devout socialist wrote that book, uh, uh, Gro Bruntland. And she was the head of the team that that put that together. And the the concept of climate change is actually mentioned all the way back there in the 1980s, even though we didn't start using this until 80, but climate change and global warming. Global warming is right in that same report, Our Common Future. And ultimately, regional sustainable development became a way to eliminate or respond to global warming. But if you go to the United Nations' own speakers, the head of their own agencies over there, uh, uh, Otmar Edenhofer, for one, uh, one of the authors of uh, the uh, climate change reports, they said climate change has nothing to do with the environment. It's about reordering the world's economic structure. And he said this. He's He's on tape saying this. So there's no secret here. So what am I saying? Nathan, I'm saying that HUD... When they force regional sustainable development into your community, they are literally forcing Agenda 21 and a twin, Agenda 2030 into your backyard. This globalist movement is being uh, ushered through through fed, our own federal agencies. And HUD has, has partnered, of course, since 2009 with uh, DOT and the EPA to forward regional sustainable development. But if you go to uh, just 2015, they formed another partnership with the Department of Education, and they're doing exactly the same thing. So HUD has got to be exposed and stopped, and that's what we're hoping that uh, uh, Ben Carson will be doing at the federal level and, of course, we'll be working with him at the local level to try to stop that.
5: Yeah, well, that's very exciting. Um, Yeah, people don't understand, John, that, you know, this Agenda 21 plan... This isn't just about land or this isn't just about, you know, master planning, you know, certain, you know, said communities. Um You know, this is about your education system. This is about, you know, this goes in the police departments. You know, I know I know some of this really isn't, you know, your forte, but, you know, it really goes and entrenches every level of our lives. And I think, you know, that's what people, you know, are missing, you know, when we discuss Agenda 21, that it really is. Uh, framework for some really um, gruesome stuff in the future.
3: Well, uh, the whole concept of Agenda 21 is so huge; it's hard to imagine that it could ever get implanted here in the United States. You know, how could you possibly get in a situation where the needs of the of the uh, of the uh, the uh, community members have to take a back seat to the collective? How, how that you know, that's Marxist talk. How would that happen in the United States? And that's why it's so important to understand what HUD is doing because HUD is operationalizing that HUD is forcing communities into regions with this program they came out with about a year and a half ago two years ago called a F F H affirmatively furthering fair housing and what that what that new rule does is it sits on top and control grants and controls what you can and can't do with grant money Now these are grants like community development block grants that, that communities have been taking for years All of a sudden, there's all these additional strings attached to them that can tell you where you have to put low-income housing. So it's not good enough to put it over here where there's other low-income housing, let's say. You have to move it into the nicer section of town. It tells you where people can go to live, where students can go to school, the ethnic breakdown, the religious breakdown in individual classrooms, the socioeconomic breakdown of classrooms. They've even gone so far in Westchester County. As to say, it, if you have a single-family home on a quarter acre of land, it's discriminatory because low-income families can't afford
5: to it, move in there. Yep, yep. That, that, I read that in the news uh, last year, I and mean, that was really ridiculous. Look, uh, we're coming to a break, John. We're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio. Please go check out uh, Mr. John Anthony's you know, information, uh, Sustainable Freedom Lab, and uh, we'll be right back. Battle of New Orleans Radio, right here on WGSL.
0: Did you know that 9-11 was an inside job and that Osama had nothing to do with it? That the Twin Towers were blown apart by a sophisticated arrangement of mini or micro nukes? That Building 7 collapsed seven hours later because of explosives planted in the building? That Barry Jennings was there and heard them go off and felt himself stepping over dead people? The U.S. Geological Survey conducted studies of dust gathered from 35 locations in lower Manhattan and found elements that would not have been there had this not been a nuclear event. Ironically, that means the government's own evidence contradicts the government's official position. 9-11 was brought to us compliments of the CIA, the neocons in the Department of Defense, and the Mossad. Don't let yourself be played. America nuked on 9-11.
1: Hey, if you're interested in America nuked on 9-11, contact me personally. My name's Gary King at Patriot Radio Books. PatriotRadioBooks.com Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans
5: Radio, right here on 990 AM WGSO. Mr. John Anthony is on the line with us, and we're discussing HUD, uh, Sustainable Development, Agenda 21. And I want to read the 17 goals um, that are under this Agenda 2030. Number one, no poverty. Number two, zero hunger. Number three, good health and well-being. Four, quality education. Five, gender equality. Six, clean water and sanitation. Seven, affordable and clean energy. Eight, decent work and economic growth. Nine, industry, innovation, and infrastructure. Ten, reduced inequalities. Eleven, sustainable cities and communities. Twelve, responsible consumption and production 13 climate action 14 below water 15 on land 16 peace justice and strong institutions 17 partnerships for the goals. so you see this covers everything every aspect
6: and if you and if you talk to anybody about this for the first time they're like well what's wrong with that and it's like uh like again, they kind of pitch your humanitarian side, your Christian side against you, because the truth is, the sustainable development what actually is entailed in it is a little bit more diabolical, right, guys?
3: Well, you know, all these things sound great, <laughs> you know, and who doesn't want peace? And by the way, of all the things on that list, that's the one thing the United Nations isn't seen to be doing. Doing, and by the way, I thought peacekeeping was what they were supposed to be doing in the first place. Going all United like
6: abominations.
3: So they certainly dropped the ball on that one, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, all these things sound good to bring uh, equality. Uh, you know, to to bring equality of the sexes. What the heck does that mean? How, I mean, depopulation. Mean
6: equal- <laughs> That's what yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. It's depopulation, really. Because uh, once uh, yeah, you equ- I mean, when radical right. feminism only leads to one thing: cats, not kids.
3: Well, that's true. That's it's true. true. So true. So you have all these things. The only way you can control that massive list of 17 things, if you start go by it, going down a list uh, item by item, and it, like I said, it, it, you said right, Nathan, it sounds just wonderful, but how can you control those things unless you control the people and the society, unless you control the economy, how people spend their money? How can you address climate change unless you control the environment and where people build houses and how they build them and what they're made of and who's going to be your next-door neighbor? And once you've given up all of that, you don't have anything left. You now are, you now are subservient to the government. And that's where, that's where we're headed, right? right now, and always in the name of something good. I mean, the Affordable Care Act was in the name of something good. We want to try to help people who didn't have insurance to get some. That sounds like a good idea. But but look what they had to do to get it. They had to lie to get it, and now that it's here, they're lying about it all the way to the bank and on who's covered and who's not and what it's going to cost, and, and everything's collapsing. Well, when you take away property rights from people, when you say, we're going to move somebody from Living over here in a concentrated area of poverty, to living over here in the nicest section of New Orleans, we're just going to move them right in there and give them a voucher so they can afford to live there. When you take that kind of control, you're now controlling people's property and their rights. And and, and here's what happens when you control property, and property isn't just the house or the land. It, uh, let, let's let's just use your car as an example. Your car is your property. if you went out and bought a new car and had title to that, and it was yours, and before you left the showroom with it, though, the salesman said, well, there's a new law the government passed that you can only drive 35 miles a day, and we put a governor on the car, so once it hits 35 miles, it just stops. But on Sunday, you can go 300 miles. Well, now you tell me, you may own that car. You may have paid hard cash for that car, but who controls it? And that's the same thing when the government comes in and controls your property, you, the land that, that you live on and who your neighbors are going to be. And by the way, with that car, they control a lot more than your, than, than your, than your ownership. It, they, they can decide how often you're going to visit your children who might live 50 miles away, where you're going to go shopping if you might have a grocery store that you like or a, a, a clothing store that you like that's 60 miles away. They get to control how often you're going to go visit that. So you've now given up your human rights. So when you look at that list of 17 things, Nathan, everything on that list takes away your human rights so that somebody else can control them in the name of social justice. And that's why we have got to stop all these movements that do anything to advance the cause of agenda 21 2030 regional sustainable development which is the same thing as as agenda 2030 global climate change same thing as agenda 2030 and now huds AFFH, all each one feeding into the other and making the other possible
5: it's all you know it it's all you know uh, control and it, it's you know you see with climate change john you know they just want to use that for their in game of these carbon taxes, I mean, once they get the carbon tax, we think our taxes are out the roof now. I mean, in Louisiana, we have the highest taxes in the nation now, along with the highest insurance. We pay the highest. We, we really pay uh, substantial to live in Louisiana. So, what is
6: that when you when you go to the checkout and you ask for an extra bag, plastic bag? They're going to charge you extra right there.
5: what well, I, well I, I don't know exactly oil based product. It, it's it's. I'm sure it's going to be very complicated, and, and that, that's one thing that which scares me about having um, Mr. Tillerson in as, uh, which, um, secretary. Yeah, excuse me, Secretary of State. My brain went blank, you know, for a second. Because okay. in two thousand, excuse me, in two thousand and nine, you know, he he pushed carbon taxes very heavily, and it was very, you know, publicized, and Exxon did as well. So you know that 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 kind of you know I'm kind of watching to see. Uh, you know, if that ever gets kicked around in the White House, I don't think it will, and I, and I hope it doesn't. But uh, you know, because that would be very detrimental for sure.
3: Well, I think one thing that all of this points out, whether it's Tillotson or Trump or wh- whoever it might be, and right. we, we're going to hope and pray that these guys do a great job, and you know that you know that they're standing, they're stick up for us and get the job done. But either way, regardless of what they do, the the onus to protect our property lies with us, the people. It doesn't lie anywhere else. If you think you're going to depend on Congress to pass a law that's going to overturn what HUD is doing right now, then you'll wait until that place down under freezes over.
4: Right. Because
3: I I wouldn't bet on them. And if they do pass something, there'll be loopholes in there that you could drive a Mack truck. Sure. So we have to take that responsibility ourselves. And and that's why we're talking, Nathan. I'm, I'm so happy you invited me. Uh, on your, on your program. That's why we're talking about HUD grant money. Don't take the HUD grant money because the, the, the attachments to that now weaponize the federal agency so that they can force you into moving people in and out of your community where they choose to do it. It's happening right now in, in, uh, Chattanooga and Crossville, Tennessee. It's happening in, uh, uh, Chicago, Illinois and Dubuque, Iowa. It's happening in San Francisco. In Marin County, it's happening all over the country. The, the federal government is stepping in and telling people where they have to move to and from to create these regions. And that's another piece that I didn't uh, mention. I'll just touch on it briefly. When you sign up to get grant money now from HUD under community development block grants or home grants, which are very very common, they're probably the most common two grants, you have to sign. You have to complete an application which forces you, or you don't get the money, it forces you to compare your statistics, your data, who's living where, how many number of minorities and the the, uh, uh, demographic makeup of your community, with that of the region. And then your planning has to align with that of the region. Well, come on, if my planning aligns with that of the region and my demographics have to align with that of the region, then guess what? I'm part of the region. And if my local officials can't override it because they'll be sued by HUD, then i just lost my local autonomy. And that is what's happening. Local hey. communities are losing their autonomy.
6: Mr. Anthony, uh, we're going to take one call for you. We've got a couple of people on the line. But before we get to that, that really makes sense because, you know, you see the situation. We've been talking about it with the attacks Trump is pushing out. And the first thing I think about when I see this, I told Nathan and Warburg, was, hey, this is going to lead to the, uh, the refugee crisis even more so. You know, everybody's gung-ho about Trump uh, sending these Tomahawk missiles to Syria, and now this Moab. They're like, oh, my God, shock and awe. This is amazing. But this really ties into that relocation plan and gentrification and whatnot. But anyways, we're going to go to David on line number one over there in Bush, Louisiana. Go ahead, David. You're on the air with Mr. Anthony. Well,
4: good evening, gentlemen. This, this is evening. a great guest uh, you have. It's uh, nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Anthony. Now. um what we're basically talking about is um is pure communism um relocation all of us on a giant uh people farm and a giant commune communism now i find that funny that the book animal farm was written because it's basically mm-hmm. a, a people farm where and um it, it's just like the you know with the monuments and the um the manufactured uh race war it's uh they're they're like farm animals i got my um cows here chickens there and uh sheep here uh so like like i said and another thing is the founding stock of the united states people who can trace their ancestry back so many generations and uh my last name dotreeve uh, you can pretty much trace uh the Dotreve name to uh two or three uh brothers everybody with the last name of uh of Dothrieve. you know we used to all be one big family and a lot of people can speak for that whether you're uh french or whether you're uh english so what they've done is is with this relocation agenda they've taken land away from us which my great great grandfather owned uh uh, countless land in chalmette riverfront property until the oil companies uh bought it up for him. so what they have done is they have traded items of value which is uh land and property with uh, items of intangible value, which is Federal Reserve banknotes, what that's magic that's pretty beans. Much everything. So
6: basically, we're trading uh, commodities for fiat currency, and that's why we have such an issue there, David. You're saying with uh, the central bank control, is that what you're getting at? Because basically, they can push their agendas with this f- fictitious mag- magic bean money.
4: Correct. That that's that's pretty much what holds everything together. That's why. Um, that, that that's why anybody gets up to go to work. That's why uh, anybody uh, takes the money. So I, I mean, they, see, these days we we've been taught not to think about um, you, you know uh, items of value such as land. I mean, nobody does that any. No, Nobody thinks like that anymore. All they want is, is and, money. They've trained us to go to the buck.
6: And, David, if you try to resist that, and Mr. Anthony and everybody else listening, you, you're basically going to depopulate yourself because, truth be told, if you're a male, let's stereotypically think that this is a male's way of thinking, typically. Hmm, I'm going to buck this Rothschild Central Bank system. I'm going to go out there in the woods. I'm going to buck this whole system. I'm going to live naturally. No more GMOs. You're going to depopulate, too, because... <laughs> How many women are going to put up with that? You know, and I mean, whether you watch the media now or or not, it, it, the truth is you still have to reproduce with a woman if you're a man. So I know they're trying to change that too. But
3: all right, David. How- well, the federal government is constantly uh, seducing Americans into trading off property that they have that is of value, whether it's cash and you know, currency for gold and getting rid of the valuables, whatever it may be, we're constantly being seduced into trading away the value that we have. And one of the greatest is our real estate. When you take people out of a... A home where they've got maybe a half an acre of land and you move them into a little box that's uh, 600 square feet or 500 square feet uh, with walk-up banking and walk-up restaurants and little hiking trails and biking trails, essentially you trade it off valuable private property for for, for worthless community property that yeah, yeah, you have no sale. Uh,
5: hold that, so hold, hold being, that, th- hold that thought, John. Arrested. Hold that thought. We're coming to a break. Battle of New Orleans Radio, Mr. John Anthony. Go check his website out at uh, org. We'll be right back.
0: They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. The views and opinions expressed in this song are those of Diesel Automatic and millions of others worldwide on factual information available to the public. Nonetheless, the ethicism is encouraged and I highly recommend that everyone looks into these issues on
5: their own and draws their own conclusions. It's our obligation to ourselves, our families. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM WGSO. And we have our guest, Mr. John Anthony of SustainableFreedomLab.org. But before we go back to our guest, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. That's Landry. Uh AC. You can call Landry AC at 504-273-3857. They handle all your commercial and residential needs, installs, service calls, uh, and our friend Brian over there is a great guy and he's a great, uh, great individual and he really knows the stuff. So give him a call at 504-273-3857. Appreciate you, Brian. Go ahead, uh, Mr. John Anthony. Please, uh, continue, uh, talking about HUD.
3: Yeah, well, thank you, Nathan. Yeah, when, once an agency is able to come in and control the two things—your your zoning rights and uh, the local autonomy—then they essentially control your entire community, and that's what happens. Now, if you take a, a community like Old San Francisco out there, uh, there are two planning agencies that essentially run the zone, run the land use and zoning uh, rules uh, for that uh, nine county region. And those two planning agencies have set up a thing called preferred development areas, PDAs. And they're moving people around, low-income families. They're, sh- they're taking them out of the homes they're in and shoving them over into areas where they don't particularly want to live. Now, it's so bad out there that the Republicans and Democrats both have an uneasy truce together because they don't like this. But you know what? They can no longer stop it. The train has left the station, it's on the way, it's at full speed out there, and there's nothing they can do to stop it because they're run by regions. So when you hear the term region, when you hear when you apply for a HUD grant and they say you have to align your planning with that of the region, you want to run as far away from that thing as you possibly can. They didn't do this in Dubuque, Iowa. They didn't do this in Baltimore. They didn't do this in these other communities across the country. And now they're all wrapped up in this. And another thing we have to, to watch out for, once you take a HUD grant, you're now suspe- uh, 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 susceptible to all of the rules under AFFH, Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing, that control that grant. And one of those is, uh, if you fail to do what HUD tells you to with the money, you can be sued under the False Claims Act. So that the False Claims Act simply says if you took $5 million dollars, but they find out that you lied on the application, you said you were stopping discrimination and, and HUD feels you wouldn't, you, can have to pay back, you may have to pay back $15 million if you lose in court, what they call treble damages. Another problem you can be confronted with HUD right now that, that robs your property rights is a developer from 50, 75, 100 miles, 150 miles away can come into your community and say, I wanna put a public housing development up over here, in XYZ spot. Your town council may say no. Your planning commission may vote no. But if you say no to that planner, he'll just to that developer. He'll just turn around and go to HUD. HUD will come down and force a compliance review down your throat. And you'll either take it or you'll end up with a lawsuit. And that happened just uh, a few months ago in the Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania. I was out there two years ago. I gave them a warning about this. Well, last year it just happened, and now they got stuck with something they said would never occur. So one one of thing i i have done in fact i did it just before the show started i have a dvd that's called no choice i have a false choice and a no choice but the the big one is no choice it's on my website and for your listeners nathan uh, I did a thing. It's good until, until midnight tonight. If you decide you'd like to purchase that, when you check out, go to the box that says discount code and put in free shipping, and that will be shipped to you free of charge. So that's that's good for up until uh, till midnight
4: for you guys. Well,
5: you, man. well, that's great, man. You know, our listeners really need to go get a copy of this and support your work, support the message. Um, but, you know, it, it's we're seeing, you know, over the last 40, 50 years, there's been a rewilding. Program to really yes. push uh, push the people out of the rural areas and then drive them into the cities to where you know the, yes. we used to be what ninety five percent rural five percent city and now we're you know five percent rural and ninety five percent city and we we no longer they, they're by doing this they're basically cutting off our human instincts they're cutting off everything you know, that involves, entails us being real men out there. You walk around these cities, I live in the city here in New Orleans, and, and you know, the, the, these men, um, they've really messed with, uh, you know, they're just not real men anymore. And, and I say that not to be mean, but, I mean, you just look very feminine, you know, and, and that's really because we're not in nature. We're not building stuff anymore. We're not out there milking cows because they've got us into these large cities.
6: It's hard to be self-sustainable in the city. You know? and none.
5: of Most of these people don't have kids. I can walk down the street and point out the people that have kids or not, and and, and it's crazy because it's all plays uh, into 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 this. You know, we have a quick caller, uh, John. Let's take him real quick. We have Richie from Mattery. How you doing, Richie? Welcome to the broadcast,
6: Richie. You're on the air. Richie, oh. are you there?
5: All right, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to get back to Richie. Yeah, so. John, we see you know that happening from the official uh, program in the 1950s. Doctor yeah. Michael Kaufman, uh, yes. he, he did. Yeah. A, he did a great uh, study on this. Um, so, really, how do we wake people up, John, to that? You know, you know, how do we wake people up to uh, to stop this? Because a lot of times this goes over everybody's head. Um, it's really, really, it's hard for people to really grasp and understand.
3: Well, one thing that you can do is uh, I put a little five-minute video about explaining what this is. It's called AFFH in Five Minutes. It's on my website. You can just go to videos and just watch it. And it's only, like I say, it's a PowerPoint presentation. It's only five minutes long, but it gives you the gist of, of what this stuff is all about. And then you need to share that stuff with your neighbors and your friends. Right. If you decide that you want to get, to get that, that video uh... The, the dvd that i talked about if you do it helps me so it helps me keep my works so I would right. appreciate that a- very much a- but that's broken into ten different chapters that you can show it to a public official and let them know what's going on there's also, check out HUD's own website. I mean, look look under HUD user information. And it's just start looking at all the things that HUD is doing. Mm. Every day, every week, they're coming out with something new that takes away your property. No,
5: no doubt. Hey, hold, hold that thought, anyway. John. Come back and do one more segment with us if you can. The Battle of New Orleans Radio, Mr. John Anthony, org. Go check his information out. It's impeccable.
3: WGSO.
5: Island, New Orleans Radio. Here we go, here Nathan we Lawrence in go. here, Goyam. We have Mr. Uh, John Warburg. yeah, Warburg and we have Mr. John Anthony from sustainablefreedomlab.org on the line with us. Go check out his website, watch his videos, go check go go check out his DVDs, has for sale, no choice. How HUD controls your property rights. You know, here we're seeing you know, and this is all. I mean, everything that happens, it's really all interconnected, John. Because we, you know, I had a conversation with you on the phone earlier today, and we, we were talking about this here in New Orleans. There's a big push to take down these monuments, and one of the the big entities who was pushing this was Mr. Walter Isaacson, you know, of course, a writer, but but also of the Aspen Institute, a big driving force behind Agenda 21. And you know, so we, we just see, and now he sits, you know, in Mitch, in Mayor Mitch Landrews, uh cabinet there uh, in the planning department. So we see who's running and has control of these planning departments. So it's really, really all interconnected, man. So go ahead, Mr. John.
4: Well, it really is. You take a a person, I mean, a well-known
3: person like Walter Isaacson, I don't know what on earth he's doing in a planning department. He has nothing to do with planning. But all of a sudden, this guy is a far-left liberal, but he also writes history biographies. So you have to know, when he writes a story of Benjamin Franklin or he writes the history of uh, Stephen Jobs, y- you have to wonder, <laughs> just you know, what has he done? What's he spun into that? You- you're-, you're right. Everything's connected. Michael Kaufman in 1993 went down on the well of the Senate, and he brought this map with him called the Wildlands Map. And the Senate was getting ready to vote on this whole Agenda 21 thing and pass it. They were all, they were all in favor of this Wildlands Project until they saw... How the map divided up the United States and literally shoehorned American citizens into these tiny little dots inside different regions around the country. And all the rest of the country was off limits. Well, that was unthinkable back then. And yet today that's exactly what's happened. I I forget the number of acres, you might remember it, but Obama just tied up a whole bunch of acreage uh, about the size of Texas out in our, in, uh, in our western-central United States. That's that's off-limits. We well, can't touch that now because it belongs to the government. I,
5: I want to so say, John, like 90% limits. of Nevada is off-limits.
3: Yeah. And, and yet we keep being told that we have 90%. to live in the cities, that people want to move into cities. Statistically, that's not what happens. People do not want to live in cities. More are moving out of the cities and into urban, uh, suburban areas and are moving into the city. So we're being told just a pack of dishonesty in order for the federal government to keep promoting its agenda and i think the gentleman was talking talked about uh, russian central planning earlier uh, uh on uh, one of your guests uh one of, one of your listeners and i'll tell you exactly what this is this is communist central planning with granite countertops and stainless steel yeah. appliances that's all it is and because we like the granite and because the stainless steel looks Shiny. so cool Shiny. We never noticed that We lost everything. Shiny. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it's so shiny, we don't realize we're losing our rights along with it. And, and by the way, you don't get those back again unless we, there's a bloody civil war or something. You will not get those back. Yeah. And,
1: and
6: we're the, too apathetic for that. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. And, and we, we see the
5: UN. The, the, everything the UN has touched, I mean, it look, it, it basically has became, um, you know, the governing body of poverty you know, they, 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 they'll go around and really suppress a lot of these populations, uh, in Africa. Uh, you know, you see a lot of these dirty vaccinations that the UN hands out that sterilizes large quantities uh, of these people. You see the, the sex trafficking that's been being exposed lately involved with the UN. So why would I want entities, you know, I- involved in all of this really you know, using central planning in our in our you know in a small town in rural Louisiana. You know, I, I don't want anybody from this entity having anything to do with my my town planning. So, so what's the answer? Is it states' right? Uh, states' rights, Mr. Anthony?
3: Well, it's states' rights, but it's local awareness. I mean, yes, states' go. rights, Tenth Amendment is powerful, but local awareness is the key. I mean, somebody had said, "Well, what do we do? What do we do?" Uh, I mean the one thing that we have to do is educate ourselves about how the government is intruding on local property rights uh, you can do this on uh, again if you go to my website i 've tried to I spent a lot of time and energy to set this up so it 's very user friendly for you guys so just there 's a if you go onto the home page if you look at the right there 's a little red toolbox and if you click on that it takes you into a page that has a workbook it 's a free workbook you can download and then there's there 's just Line after line of documents with explanatory materials there that tell you what they are, where they come from, and how they fit into this whole uh, this whole notion of AFFH. There's also a legal document that's broken down into simple terms. so You can understand it. I would say print that out. It's one of the first documents there. Go down, take a look at it, print it out take it to your public officials and go over it with them. It's, it's very, very easy to read, and it's as plain as can be. And by the way, it was written by a liberal, a liberal civil rights law firm. So you can't say some whacked-out right-winger wrote that thing and they're trying to make it look bad. Right. Uh, they're, the civil rights law firm is all happy with it. They think it's the greatest thing going. But they tell you what it is. So I would download that. There's a series of articles. Uh, just by going to my home page, just kind of scroll down, keep going, find one you like. Print the thing out and then maybe read it, learn a little bit, and share that with your public officials. Yeah, work together in teams to get in front of public officials at planning meetings, at the at uh, voting sessions where they have commissioners meetings and so forth. You want to participate and get involved, and then get your neighbors involved also.
5: Now that that that's a great plan. That's a great plan. Great idea. You know, we really need to to do that here on a local le- level. Everybody really needs to be accountable with this. Look, we have a call real quick. We have Tony from Metairie. Go ahead, Tony. Welcome to the broadcast.
8: Hello there, uh, Nathan. Man, uh, your you guy talking about a uh, HUD and people taking over, uh, how it can be done. How, how you like that uh, the guy who heads the Causeway Commission over there put a three-person panel board in place that told you that you have to pay $160 million more in uh, fees to cross the bridge and tolls now? Yeah,
5: it, it, it's going to be fantastic. It's
8: <laughs> Now, Nathan, I want—I got something for you I want to read. I got it 5 o'clock this evening. I want to read this, and I want you to tell me who wrote this, who said this. You ready, Nathan? Yeah, go ahead. Our cultural arts districts help emphasize the importance of art in creating and sustaining our cultural identity. This is not just about preserving music, dancing streets and our world-renowned cuisine. This is about people, creativity, jobs, and business. Without preserving the arts in our city, our communities would lack the uniqueness that develop artistic and cultural epicenters like New Orleans. We are proud that our cultural economy serves as a model for the nation and that we are a richer city because of our preservation and investments and our cultural assets. Well,
5: that, that, that was Landry, huh?
8: Landrew said that this is a a, a release at five o'clock this today oh, wow. about the Wall Street Journal praising the city of New Orleans for leading the way in culture, arts, and economic development in the United yeah. States.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's,
8: now, now, it, now you, you when you want to talk about major hypocrisy. Yeah. When you think about that preservation of arts and culture.
5: Yeah. No, it, it's it's total nonsense. Well, he's trying to. Take down the monuments now as we speak. Look, we only got a couple of minutes with our guests. Do you have a question for our guest, uh, Tony?
8: No, I'd like him to speak some more about this social warrior justice and the stuff that's going on. Because what I'm seeing now, you know, we used to say before that we were trying to reform things to get rid of, 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 of love has no labels. Uh, we don't have any implicit bias in some kind of way. All I, we used to say those things when it meant that we wanted to make it equitable, because tomorrow, you know, Mitch is having his equality versus equity luncheon conference in the city to sit down and discuss new strategies of how to take money from the rich and to give it to other people who don't have. Now, this is we used to say that discrimination and bias was something used to stop people from jobs. Now what they're saying, we don't even want you to think that way no more. Take this test to see if you have an implicit bias, and we're going to send a social warrior out to come and correct you. Thank All you, right,
6: I will <laughs> appreciate the question. Mr. Anthony, any rebuttal to that?
3: Well, I think it's, I think the, uh, Richard, Richard, I believe his name is. I think Richard had a great point Tony. there. Uh, well, uh, oh, Tony, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Richard didn't answer uh, Tony had a really great point there. We have to focus on the, the good old-fashioned values that we had in America. Somebody said, whatever happened to the Judeo-Christian values that that, uh, that we've always run our country by? And I say, there's n- nothing ever happened to them. They're there. But they've been camped down, and we've refused to step up and abide by them. We don't preach them. We don't get out and tell people, you know, you know we are based on Christian values. It's okay if a baker decides he want to re- reject uh, uh, to service to a particular group of people, because we've been doing this all Throughout our lives, there's nothing. Nothing's changed here. We have to get back and stand up for our rights. The best way to help low-income families have equity and have a good home is to get them a job so they can afford equity in a good home. That's how you do it. You don't do it by taking it out of your pocket or my pocket and then transferring it to somebody else. That's just called theft.
5: No, no doubt. Absolutely. You know, another another video that I found when I first found your work a couple years ago was the Agenda Twenty One explained. And I, t- I think it's got about yeah. 400,000 views on it now. Everybody needs to go watch that video, uh, Mr. Anthony, because I believe, man, it really, you really crystallize everything in that video like none other that I've seen on the subject. So people, that's a great way to wake themselves up, you know, to this information. We're c- about to come to a break now, Mr. Anthony, so really appreciate, you know, you coming on with us. We appreciate anything. we got about a minute left. Anything you want to plug or Any any uh, future projects you're working on?
3: Uh, yeah, well, I should working on a few right now. I can't actually let the cat out of the bag, but they have to do with Washington, so I'm pretty excited about that. Awesome, and getting the word out, hopefully on a national basis. So, yeah, there's there's a, actually a lot going on behind the scenes right now. That,
5: that's very very exciting. You know, anything you know comes up, let us know. Uh, look, check him out at sustainablefreedomlab.org. dot org. Like he said, it's a very simple website with a ton of information, very easy to navigate. So, you know, if if you're not as computer friendly as some. You know, it, it doesn't matter because it'll really walk you through it step by step. And go buy his video as well. Go check it out. There's a special uh, you know, free shipping until midnight tonight. So, John Anthony from SustainableFreedomLab.org. God bless and really appreciate you joining us on the broadcast tonight. Thank you.
4: God bless, Nathan. Thank
5: you. Appreciate it. Battle New Orleans Radio. be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Battle of New Orleans Radio, right here on 990 AM WGSO, in the heart of the Crescent City, home of the First Amendment. A little uh, in-, in studio blunder, it's, it's all good. It, it happens. So let's, go so fi- let's go straight to let's go straight to of Patriot, calling from the Batcave. Cave. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, good
9: evening, Father Listen up, real close. I have a dream. I have a positive vision. I have a positive domino effect for everyone. First of all, we need to elect Nathan the Buccaneer, Lawson, the next man, New Orleans. I've heard that he's a descendant of the original Jean Lafitte. Southern Sisters, New Orleans is in big, big trouble. We are being attacked in a stealth manner by Noah. Take down, Noah. These people are stealth, demonic, terrorists. They're working for George Soros. They're, they're along with the Black Lives Matter movement, that is the Black Panther Lives Matter movement, you know, are uh, in our city at this moment. They're planning to do all kinds of crazy things. This guy, Mayor Andrew, he's a stealth, demonic terrorist. That guy belongs in jail. Brothers and sisters, we don't need less monuments. We need more monuments. We don't need, you know, less people that are, you know, are, are, are out there, you know, uh, what is I want to say? Um, we, need, we, need, we need less crime. We need more people out there that are now citizens carrying guns and going to the meetings for the police and helping the police as much as possible. I want to suggest something. I want to see New Orleans become a great place again. We can make New Orleans safe again. We can make New Orleans pothole-free again. We can make New Orleans fun again. And we can make New Orleans the number one tourist city in the world again. One of the ways is to have more patriotic monuments. Patriots, musicians, comedians, actors, folk heroes, superheroes, War heroes and Presidents. I suggest that we need Myers for Elvis Presley, Chuck Berry, Jay Giles, David Bowie, Fats Domino, Don Rickles, John Wayne, Alan Toussaint, Johnny Carlson, and Jimmy McMahon, host and co-host of the legendary Tonight Show, I Love Lucy from Lucille Bob, John Lafitte, Artie Murphy, Ronald Reagan, Jim Bowie, Daniel Boone, General George Patton, the recently assassinated Supreme Court Judge Anthony Scalia, General and President Dwight D. Eisenhower, Legendary martial arts teacher and champion Bruce Lee, and maybe even a statue for George Washington, the first president of the United States of America. We can put them around in Lee Circle and Andrew Jackson Square. For sure, that would be a great tourist attraction. Brother and sister, wake up now and don't let them destroy the monuments. If they do, they're going to continue to come after your t-shirts, your nativity scenes, and one day you won't even learn America anymore. Oh
6: Phil the patriot. That's Thank
5: right. You, man. Thank you, Phil. Really appreciate it. I mean, you're right. Look, they're not going to stop there. They want to take down over a hundred monuments with street signs, school names, the whole nine yards. It's not. But here's the issue with that. And I want to ask everybody in the studio this question. Okay, what if 50 years from now the same group that wanted to take these statues down and they erect new statues? What if another group comes into power and then they want to take that statue
6: down? What is what does it end? I mean, what does it end Go ahead. I, I I don't know. We're gonna the resistance going to be depopulated by then. That's the biggest issue. Number one. Number two. I see it like a used car salesman, or you're making a deal. You're like, look, I'll right, eighty seven tempo. I'll give you two thousand for the eighty seven tempo. Oh, and, that's uh, kind of high. That's kind of high. Okay? About six hundred. You go high, you go low. Maybe that's a classic now, though. Yeah, maybe so. They, listen, they want they're 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 bidding high. They want to take all this. The truth is, they want the four. Jackson statue is fine. The Jackson statue will never be touched.
5: I don't know, man. I
6: really I, do not see it happening. I think it's just too uh, tied into the 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 um you know the history of the city, the pictures, the postcards. Every what, scene at ESPN, whenever they pan through the city, they show some Pike? guy tap dancing. Oh, they're not going to touch that. But they show some kid tap dancing on Bourbon Street. They show some guy dancing with an umbrella. They show somebody on Frenchman Street with a brass band. And they show jackson statue so they're not going to touch it but these other four oh they're coming for them and they're coming for the liberty monument jefferson davis and phil we appreciate you coming with us last week facebook live wouldn't let us post anything of it even though they would show a live killer go figure that
5: yeah i don't i don't don't, Man, it smells smells. hey look
6: with that placard that's hanging off the side over there at liberty monument we're thinking of fixing that as soon as possible so phil keep your eyes open and we're going to give you a call there on that and uh we'll keep you posted man because it starts with us we got to put our money where our mouth is and and get out there and keep these things up because you know if we don't do it who will
5: no doubt look i want i want to switch gears if we can uh, we haven't you know discussed any of this any of the, the the national issues but here we go here's an article by wayne Matson from strategic org. jared kushner a suspected gangster within the trump white house and if you go really read this article it really details how his father who was actually in the federal penitentiary and was uh you know had charges brought up and convicted by uh Governor Christie who Governor Christie was in Trump's transition team and he got forced out by Jared Kushner so we see Charles Kushner with two separate uh, gubernatorial uh, administrations one of them being Jim McCreevy. you know he was the 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 guy who was married and had two children he was the governor and then you know it turned out he was a homosexual and he got he got he got blackmailed Right. But what happened was Charles um, Kushner brought him to Israel. They did an Israeli oh, the birthright thing. Yeah, they did, did like an Israeli yeah. uh, junket. And when they go to Israel, they they you know, they meet these Mossad agents and they ended up getting they ended up getting these Mossad agents inserted in the McGreevy's, uh, you know, cabinet. And then from there, you know, th- there goes the... Uh, a lot
6: of people don't know about the Israeli birthright, and I worked eight years in New York at a Jewish summer camp as a Gentile, but, you know, the the summer camps in the northeast of the America and then these the birthrights, man, it's well, well, a great networking system. Well,
5: th- this wasn't, a, a per se, birthright, because McGreevy, he, he's Irish. I, I mean, unless he's like <laughs> Carrie. I mean, he might have been McGreevy's theme. I, 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 I don't know. But w- w- what I'm saying is they inserted... Mossad agents in two separate, you know, cabinets wow. and they blackmailed the governors. So if they use these tactics, these are the same people that's in the Trump administration now. Exactly.
6: I mean, look, it, 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 the, the in-house studio here is at this point. We obviously are <laughs> cautiously optimistic about Trump, but truth be told, I don't think there's much trust at all anymore. It looks like he's been co-opted. He's been totally usurped by these. Been The swamp has surrounded him. Maybe he was surrounded, or maybe it was always like that. I don't know.
5: There's one party in Washington, that's the war party. You're not going to beat the war party. I don't care. I don't care who you are.
6: You are not beating the war party. Well, let's say Hillary was in this position, and she was tomahawking uh, Syria and Moab and and this and that. What do you think the response from the white Gentile— Show sure. it'd be uh. You think it'd be like as positive as it is now? No, like, no shock they, and all, they would even be resisting it. Man, arrest her!
5: She's a war crime. Right
6: now, they're like this. This president, he's got balls.
5: Yeah. Not yeah.
6: like Obama. Yeah.
5: Look, we're coming to a break. Yeah,
6: Battling yeah. New Orleans radio, right here in the
5: home of the First Amendment. WGS
6: Sober. Hey, right look, now. we'll be right back with Doctor Marksberry. He's gonna be on in about ten minutes. Battling New Orleans radio. All right, we're back. Battling New Orleans radio. Uh, we're gonna have Doctor Marksberry on the show soon kind of wrap up things and discuss the situation well, with the monument I see
5: well, Orberg was talking but he, but he but m- on the yeah air. he was mute he must be deaf I seen his lips moving I seen his lips move and so <laughs> it, he uh but but I think he was trying to say something I think he's, he he was he was reading braille earlier
6: <laughs> And look if anybody wants to call in and donate money 504-556-9696 thanks again Richie for the donation man C- Call we back in appreciate- man we, yeah, we, we Richie call back We
5: went to you And we heard you moving in the background. We said your name a couple times. So call us back up.
6: Yeah, I mean, the situation right now, you know, uh, Jeff Correa was talking to Nathan earlier today, and he was asking him, how's things going with your mural campaign? Look, right now, we're getting the word out. We need y'all's help. We got bumper stickers. If you want bumper stickers, call us up. Give us your information. I'll personally mail you our stickers. Put them on your car. Get the word out. Get this grassroots candidate a chance. And uh, spread the, the word on him. You know, that that's the critical point right now because before LaToya and Sidney Torres and all these other, you that, know, what's, throw their name in the hat, we got to jump the shark right now. So yeah, well, there.
5: No, LaToya's already in there, and she's probably the leading fundraiser so far. Um, there's three independent candidates so far. It'll be myself, Frank Skerlock, and uh, we'll see, Eric Brewski. Um, wow. So, Brewski, Yeah, Brewski.
6: <laughs> you got Warburg's attention. Now.
7: You, got, yeah. you
5: got my attention? Yeah. <laughs> Warburg, Brusky, and uh, Bratwurst.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that that dog. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that yeah. dog. Yeah. But look, I, I want to give a shout out again to our sponsor, Landry AC. Call Brian up at five zero four two seven three three eight five seven. You know, he does, you know, installations, service calls, you know, anything, remodels. I mean, the whole nine yards, commercial work. So, so call him up. That's five zero four two seven three three eight five seven. I had an issue last night, called him up, and he came out immediately. And it really just blew my mind, you know, how fast he came out. And I really wasn't even expecting that. But that's the kind of service you'll get from Landry, your AC. So call call Brian up at 504-273-3857.
6: You know, and I think Richie, you know, he, we talked off the air a few times. He's like, you know, politics aside, all this stuff ain't going to, you know, it's like – biblically stated, you know, synagogue of Satan, this and that. And he starts talking about different topics like that, that we there's not much we could do. And we're just, uh, you know, uh, impoverished and uh, prisoned, uh, goyim, and we're, struck, and we're getting paid back for our wrongdoings and our sinful ways. And, you know, I don't know if that's true or not, man, but, man, when you look around and you see what's happening with Trump. Oh, we got a call coming in. Uh, when you see what's uh, happening with Trump and he's getting surrounded by this Zio swamp. It's just really frustrating, especially when we're dropping bombs on Syria, and people on Facebook are just celebrating this situation. Well,
5: that that Moab bomb that we dropped, uh-huh. that was a CIA tunnel. So we, that was some more tunnel tunnels that we pay you know, the taxpayers funded.
6: Yeah, and, and the thing is, uh, people are celebrating that situation, shock and awe. We finally got a president in office who has balls, unlike Obama. They don't realize Obama was droning the hell out of Syria. Uh,
5: Obama was a big wartime president. He dropped twenty three thousand missiles.
6: Yeah, and the thing is, people don't understand that. They call you a conspiracy theorist, um, you know, and they don't realize that the after effects of all these attacks is going to be war refugees, and that's the thing most people don't want. I don't really care if you're a bleeding heart liberal or you're a conservative Fox News watching person. You you don't want people getting relocated into your uh, area and you know under bad scenarios where they're basically impoverished they're coming from for these people never wanted to leave these countries to begin with so anyways look without any further ado we have dr richard marksbury he's going to be chiming in on the situation with the monuments last week uh we got a tip from him that uh lander was pushing to remove the monuments at 1 a.m with a, a construction company i think under the name of big yellow construction a word got out eric asher posted it on his uh twitter uh, Corey Johnson. We called up Scoot. We called up John Snell. We got the word out. We talked about it on our show. And, uh, Dr. Marksberry is really like the, the tip of the spear on this information. Um, so Dr. Marksbury, without any further ado, we got about 15 minutes left in the show. Can you just give our listeners a, a update right now? Because we know it's a day-to-day situation right now. And this push, it seems like Landrew is, uh, feeling the pressure of, uh, Lieutenant Governor Nungesser pushing to, uh, get this legis- leg- legislation through last minute to preserve the monument. So can you update our listeners on what's going on right now?
10: I'll do the best I can. It's really a an organic situation. Things are changing all the time, but I'll start with the first one. Um, you know, Mayor Landrew what we understand, is went up to uh, Baton Rouge this weekend to mm. meet with some of the legislatures on the two committees, the one in the House and the one in the Senate. there considering the bills to preserve all monuments in the state, asking them to delay having any meeting about this issue until he has an opportunity to take down the statues. Um,
4: <laughs>
10: wow. in the paper, I think it was yesterday, in that article that Jeff Adelson wrote, you know, the one thing that he did say that was, you know, I think was very accurate was that the police redacted information about the Contractor who said he had threats, blah blah blah, but obviously, even as Adelson says, the contractor was the one that was supposed to do it in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, and other information is that the mayor was quite upset when uh, about the leak. You know, and they're, they're trying to pretend that this wasn't going to happen, but there's unimpeachable evidence, you know, that there was. <clears throat> I was listening to your show, and something very interesting that uh, some of us who are working to. Hold on to all the monuments, you know. Discovered there's there's several groups in New Orleans that you never hear about that seem to be probably Soros funded that are always out there protesting. Mm-hmm. There's one called the New Orleans Workers Group. New Orleans Workers Group, and they have a Facebook, and their Facebook is New Orleans Workers, and you know, on their Facebook account, you know, and then as a, uh, a printout. There's an article here. I'll just read a little bit of it. New Orleans Disgrace, a Statue Glorifying Andrew Jackson, Slaveholder and Murderer of Native Americans. Ten Reasons to Remove the Jackson Statue by Taking Down NOLA. And in the picture there, there's Andrew Jackson's photo. uh, And then in front of it is a picture of Donald Trump. And so they give their ten reasons, which are, you know, they're all factually accurate. No question about that. But the issue is the link take them down and the new orleans workers group so on the same page where it says that the uh, the jackson statue should come down for the ten reasons there's the mission statement of the new orleans workers group and this is their mission statement the new orleans workers group is a multinational organization of revolutionary workers who understand that the working-class struggle for freedom and liberation must be guided by the study of revolutionary theory and commitments to struggle We're opposed to capitalism, all forms of capitalist oppression, including imperialism, racism, sexism, homophobia, and we support the full rights for immigrants. We seek to build a new world based on the ending of capitalist exploitation and founding of a genuinely socialist society that guarantees the equality of all working people. Only this future will end U.S. imperialist war and domination and usher in a world of human rights and self-determination for all the oppressed. So you've got this link of people from the outside, mostly coming in that are paid, with the take them down, which is interesting. But one of the things I found interesting about this is that taking down folks are always out there saying, you know, that that uh, and the people supporting taking down the monuments, that uh, Lee and Jackson, Davis were traitors. We've heard that all the time. Mm-hmm. And so here, this group that they're linked with wants to overthrow, overthrow the uh, federal government.
6: Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at the page right now as you talk about it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy so, stuff. So
10: they want to overthrow the federal government, which is exactly the same thing, you know, they're the, the calling them traitors. Well, if you want to overthrow the government, you know, that's sedition, and you're a traitor. So it's really kind of an interesting link. And what I've learned in, um, is that the people with the New Orleans Workers Group that take them down, uh, have been at all kinds of events. You know, the original, uh, going, you know this, out at the lakefront when Donald Trump was here, you saw those people?
6: Yeah, yep, yep, the we same, experienced them firsthand, yep.
10: The same people were at the Take Them Down rally to take down Andrew Jackson. Yep, <clears throat> the same people were in the federal court when the case was heard about the monuments. The same people were at the city hall protesting. The same people are out on the streets organizing, you know, this workers' group. The same people have another group, which is called the New Orleans People's Assembly Organizing Committee. That's a, that's a big piece, the New Orleans People's Assembly Organizing Committee. And they're going to take control of our city from the rich June 3rd, 2017, a rally. The same people.
3: So these I saw same that, people,
10: yep. These same people are involved with everything. And this is their full-time job.
5: Dr. Marksberry, Nathan here. Look, I, I'm on the New Orleans Workers Group Facebook page, and there's a video there for the J20 Coalition meeting. And you know, if you look at the the video picture, it's Mr. Malcolm Suber there. Yeah. Uh, so it's all like you said. This is all the same.
10: All the same. And the one lady there, her name is I think Gabriella, Gabrielle Gama. She's in. She's in everything too.
5: Oh yeah, they're, I see her.
10: The I see same her. People.
5: Yeah, I see her. I've seen her before.
10: So you know, unless they're all getting federal money, you know, somebody's paying the money because you know you can't live off of protesting all the time. But it's interesting the way they've all inter- intersected with one another.
5: Yeah, we, well, we've seen we've seen the um, the brochures around here for paying people from these Soros groups to protest. So it was fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, I mean, fifteen dollars an hour. Part-time. Yeah, to, up to twenty one hundred dollars a month, and they would even ask them there if you if you're willing to relocate.
8: Mm-hmm.
10: That's
6: interesting. Yeah, I mean, listen, if they don't get these, uh, my take on it is they don't get it done before this heat hits, before these uh, tourists come for Jazz Fest. Landrew, if he's smart, and I don't want him to be smart, but if he's smart, he's going to do something soon. Problem is, like you said, the cat's out the bag and people are a little bit more on guard. But how much resistance is out there, Dr. Marksbury? I mean, do you ever notice or feel like us where there's a limited resistance out there? I mean, do you feel like, you know, because that's how we feel a lot of times about it.
10: There is limited resistance at this point, and a lot of it's in the city. I think a lot of people don't want to get involved for fear of the publicity and what they'd be called. But I'm 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 afraid that if, for example, one or two statues came down, that's it. Uh, before the other two do, I think you you might find people traveling into the city from other places.
2: Yeah, uh,
6: and from what, what I understand now, there after this kind of became uh, public knowledge of what happened last week, which was great. It was just a total coup there, Dr. Marsberg. I give you a lot of credit for that. Word got out, egg on the face for Mitch Landrew. Now he's up there pandering with uh, legislation in Louisiana as Nungesser pushes his agenda. You have the situation now where I Take Him Down Noel is saying, look, we should make a celebration of this. The resist, the. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nathan said something funny in the studio. I wrote it down, but I'll say it later. Um, you know, now they're pushing for a, a public takedown of the monuments a big party you know brass bands and food and all this good stuff to i guess instead of it they're just trying to try to go totally opposite you know instead of it being 1 a.m they're going to do it right there in the middle of the day and make it a big celebration of unity and whatnot well, well we, we got a minute before the next break look it's like a judita go well, ahead you know that
10: they- The mayor doesn't want to do it with a big celebration. That's why he was doing it in the evening. And so, if you know, these people called called him a white supremacist, which is interesting. Malcolm Super called him a coward and a white supremacist. The mayor. Because he was doing stuff at night. Um, So there's no great loyalty, you know, there. But I will tell you this. I know there's a break. Uh, My understanding is that Take Him Down is going to go to the city council either tomorrow next thursday wow. a large group of them with demands to take down a lot more statues
6: wow okay look we're going to be right back with one more segment with you dr marksbury appreciate the information we're going to be right back ballad new orleans radio All right. go oh, ahead. go ahead <laughs> we're back ballad new orleans no,
0: radio look,
5: look, i want to make a statement real quick Going, look after that story broke of the monuments last week i remember you called in to scoot and he, you know you started talking You know about the whole deals with the monument. uh, You know coming
6: down and And saying how people want to hear about it, it, and you're not even talking about it. And Scoot said that's fake
5: news. That's fake news. And then you even mentioned, well, Breitbart covered it. The advocates covering it, and he said, oh, Breitbart's fake news. So now they're using this term, fake news, and they're flipping it and they're using it against us. All day
6: today, he said Alex Jones, which we have questions about, and I know a lot of listeners have questions about him. But they're saying now after his uh, divorce. That he's one hundred percent fake news, that he admitted to it being fake news and it's all an act. And so now everything's fake news. Yeah, everything's fake news. Everything's fake well, news. What's your
5: know. take on that, Dr. Marksberry?
10: Well, it's an easy way out, you know. I mean fake news is like calling somebody a racist.
6: Yeah. Or a Nazi, <laughs> yeah. Like That's you're a all. Nazi, yeah.
10: That's all. It's just a way to try to shut down any discussion. You know what? Well what's fake about it? Why is it fake? Let's talk about it. Show me your facts. No, they just shut it down. It's a way to shut down conversations. No difference than, you know, you're a racist or you're a sexist or you're homophobic or whatever. It's fake news. Just It just shuts it down.
5: Yeah, and, and I tend to agree with you, Doctor, that if they get one of these monuments, that, man, that's just gonna, it's going to be open season at that point. They're not going to stop with the monuments. They're not going to stop with the street signs. They're not going to stop with um, the schools. It's going to be everything.
10: Malcolm Suber said it when he debated me on Channel 6 and I was on public radio, Louisiana public radio last week and he said the same thing 3 times. And this is pretty much pretty much of a quote. We are in charge of the city now. We're the majority and we control it and what we don't want, we can get rid of. Hmm. And my comment is, well, that's the problem you had with white people when they were the majority. <laughs> you know, what I mean, yeah. right,
5: hmm. right. 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 But he, he, here's the thing that I'm seeing, though. They're losing, you know, a lot of people are moving out of the city. And, you know, i talked to a lot of, you know, African-American people, and they're moving to slide out. You see now, you know, all these neighbors they are getting, these neighborhoods are getting gentrified with white people, and the black people now are, are moving. I'm not saying that's good, bad, or whatever, but, you know, we see, you know, kind of like a reverse roles now of, of what happened, you know, 25, and 30 years ago.
10: To some to some extent, you know that's true. But you also have a lot of, I think, people who pay taxes are leaving the city. Absolutely, as well.
5: absolutely, you know, they're
10: leaving too. And there will be people who leave the city because the monuments come down, not because they love the monuments, but because of how they came down and what's going on and what it portends for the future.
6: And that and that's a good point, Dr. Marsbury. It's symbolic. This is a symbol of that's our right. whether you think of these as symbols of, as they say, white supremacy or this and that. This whole usurping of the rights of the monuments and just the way they're doing this so shadily at 1 in the morning and, you know, all this behind-the-scenes stuff, it's a microcosm of everything that's happening in the city where, you know, whether it's the potholes, the crime, the, the the way they're handling the monuments is the same, you know? It's just it's disgusting. And, uh, you know, I, what what do you think, Dr. Marksbury, is the next step? Do you think Mitch is going to try to make another maneuver between, like, say, in the next week or two? Uh in the middle of the night, or what?
10: You know, there's so many things bubbling right now. I mean, the, the take them down people, we all know, want more than these four. These four will not satisfy them. The mayor doesn't want any more than the four. The take them down want to take down Andrew Jackson is the preeminent one, not Lee. Andrew Jackson, the preeminent one. And it's the one that Mitch Landry wants to guard more than anything else, as he did that day taxpayers, tens of thousands of dollars to protect it. So those two things are going at each other, including you know take em down folks, you know saying that he's a coward and a white supremacist. So you know there's no allies there. Then you've got things going up in Baton Rouge. Um, two committees are going to hear things soon, perhaps as early as next week. And uh, once that gets going, it's, it's going to be interesting. And if the take him down folks actually go to the council and play their cards and say we want all these other ones down that'll probably have an effect on baton rouge because they're going to be thinking okay what are they going to do to this city you know that brings in you know these millions of dollars in taxpayers money yeah so there's just a lot going on
6: yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to keep our ear to the asphalt there and see what's going on dr marksbury let us know if you hear anything man we appreciate what you told us last week and uh you know again you're the tip of the spear on this and Appreciate all the information coming on on such short notice. Again, Dr. Marksberry, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for coming on the okay. show. We got about one minute left in the show. Nathan Warburg, what else y'all got, man?
5: No, it's it's been a great show, as always. I want to thank Dr. Marksberry. Look, everybody, if you need your A.C. repaired, go check out Brian with Landry uh, A.C. It's, it's You'll call him up at 504-273-3857. Look, you know, we have to take back... And be aware, like John Anthony said, our local areas, you know, what's happening with the statues, the microcosm, what's happening worldwide, really. You know, it's all part of this giant United Nations relocation plan that's happening with people, statues. It's a giant depopulation agenda. So, look, everybody go look up the word democide and read how the government killed 262 million people in peacetime in the 20th century. And then you understand, uh, you know, who your friends aren't. And who they are. Valley New Orleans Radio.
6: See y'all next week.